0: 26 minutes to five. Stephen Rowie's back for 2022. You can see Rowie on our live stream. Check out 5AA's Facebook. Which camera, please? Check place? out on YouTube. You're on that camera right there. I'm wearing my Nenna but they're broken. Well, now you've got to think about it, because you think, like, normally you might get away with wearing that T-shirt tomorrow. Not anymore, because they'll oh. pick you up. They'll see you on the camera each and every day.
1: Oh. So I've got to change my clothes? Every day. What I about mean, if I have a little nose pick? Yeah, a no, little, that, little... What if I do a and pick the, the jocks out of my um,
0: clacker? Well, if all of a sudden you forget to shave or your hair's a bit of a mess or mm. you come in, in your fishing clothes, everyone sees it. Okay. Well, hello. So you can do that on our YouTube and on our Facebook. We're going to speak very shortly to Andy Harper from Channel 10. <laughs> Disappointing for the Matilda Sport update first for Flurio Milk. What do you make of this? Justin Langer, Cricket Australia, have told Justin Langer he may have to reapply for his job. He's met with Nick Hockley and Ben Oliver. the had a performance in Melbourne discussing the future. Langer reacted angrily when told he might have to reapply. That's disrespectful.
1: To Something's Justin. wrong here. Or, or they're going to offer him a short-term contract. This is a bloke that's won a T20 World Cup from nowhere and just won the Ashes 4-0. Mm. And he's got to reapply for his job. If I was jail, I'd say up your nose with a garden hose. There's got to be where there's smoke, there's fire. There's got to be a certain amount of players that aren't happy with it. They've vented um, their anger or disappointment towards the board. This is Cricket Australia board. They're getting a new chair. I, I'm i fearful for him. I'm actually fearful for him.
0: Michael Vaughan was on the show a week ago and said if that was to be the case, England would pick up Justin Langer in a heartbeat. I mean, you can't lose Justin Langer after the success well, that he's had for well, them he,
1: Here's the other thing. You've got to have somebody to move to. And that somebody is sitting there, and his name's Ricky Ponting. And I know they're good mates, but he'd ha- he- he'd take that job in a heartbeat. Turnkey
0: go. Jason on the text says, Unfortunate story coming out of the US today. Joe Ingalls, Adelaide's Zone, Looks like he's done his uh, UC- ACL <laughs> oh, no. for Utah today, which is a terrible story. Uh, great to hear you back, Roey. You're my favourite. That one's from Nanny of oh, Emily, so it. that is nice. <laughs> Nanny Nanny. Medvedev puts in one of the great finals, and our crowd can't respect that. It was poor form, says Dave. Bit of that. I'm a little bit with Dave He's become one of the great villains though, Medvedev Didn't win too many fans this Australian No I wouldn't have thought least he should keep his big gob shut So the Matildas have given us plenty of highlights Not so last night Trying to create the space And now G goes and shoots And scores With three minutes left to play Korea Republic's Danger Woman G Soyun has struck Finding space on the edge of the box And despite the miracles of Lydia Williams so far in this match, that was simply unstoppable. Andy Harper joins us from 10. Disappointing result, Andy.
2: Well, that barely covers it. It's a disaster. Mm. Um, Really, really sad for the girls. Uh, I was sitting next to one of their wounded warriors on the couch last night for Channel 10, Chloe Legazzo. She could barely console herself. Um, It's very, very disappointing, needless, um, but hopefully the shock that I think is required.
1: Andy, we love our Matildas, I do. I, I need somebody to blame. I need to point the ah. finger somewhere. A- and I'm pointing it straight at our coach.
2: Mm. Well, I don't know if you can be blamed for that particular loss. There was, uh, if, you, if you want to go down that path, you know, there was some pretty dubious refereeing moments. Uh, and, of course, Sam Kerr, who's just been unbel- unbelievable for so long, missed. Chances that she'd normally finish with her eyes closed, but I, I think um, so. We can indulge our disappointment that way um, with some sort of consolation about the injustice of it all. But I think um, you know to, to do that would be to ignore the opportunity here, and that's to realise that that th- things need to change. I don't think there's been the necessary progress with this playing uh, with this squad under this coach, uh, and I'm not sure if he's doing it because that's the way he sees the world or because there are various machinations on behind the scenes, expecting him to do certain things in certain ways. It's come up short. Whatever, whatever mm. Whichever of the two, it's come up short. And, and we're leaving our run to the World Cup. This is my point. We're leaving our run to the World Cup worryingly short. Um, and we've been trying to get this discussion going for a number of months now. They've steadfastly continued on their path um, with this current squad. Um, and it's all come to nothing and I'm going to be really interested to hear the next public comments from Football Australia and the coaches to where
1: to next Yeah, for me the girls just don't look as connected and are as tight as what they used to, I looked at South Korea they looked better drilled, better coached, their systems their connection, they had discipline they played South Korea last night like they were below them they would turn up and just win and and I reckon all that's on the coach I'll ask you this Andy, do you think Tony Gustafsson can get us into a World Cup final at home? No. Well, there you go. We'll get rid of him.
2: Well, <laughs> maybe it's not that simple. Tell I mean, your story,
1: you Wilkin know. yeah. Hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I felt pretty. I was pretty. I had been pretty worked up about this. Yeah. Um, you know, to expect the Matildas, even on home soil, to win the World Cup is a is a massive thing. I mean, for God's sake, it's taken us forty four years to get a tennis champion, um, and this is a this is a team that is not ranked number one. Um, and the top teams are getting better, and we're treading water. That's the scary thing, mm. right? Mm. Now, we don't uh, – and this is a national question for all of us. You know, if we want to expect world championship status from the Matildas, then we as a country have to invest accordingly. Now, that's not happening, right? So, on the one hand, Australian, the Australian sporting public, in which I include myself, um, you, you sort of have to temper your expectations when you realise – what they're up against and the resources that are being put into these op- op- uh, opposing countries, and, and we're just not giving our our girls or our guys in the soccer room sense uh, that same opportunity. So you, we've got to be sort of careful, okay. but I, I, we can be better than we're at. There's no question we can be better than we're at, and the way it's going at the moment, um, you know, it, it, to get to, to be seriously contending for a semi-final place in the World Cup, which should be within reach. Is is sort of disappearing into view at
1: the moment. Mm. You say invest accordingly. I just saw the Socceroos got on a private jet. They flew to Oman. We're going to speak to uh, Craig Goodwin. That's investing. What 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 are you calling investing in the Matildas? What more do they need?
2: Oh, but you're up against um, you're up against country with development systems, facilities, professional coaching. Um, I mean, where do I start? God, okay. but, uh, but it's not talent.
1: Or, I reckon we've got three of the best ten players it's not in the world.
2: We, we, no, 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 it's we, not that, yeah. Not about the talent at all. Okay. Not about the talent at all. It's, a, it's about it's about money on the ground with, with development systems, coaching, facilities. You know, we're still in this country. We've got... This is across sport now. Um, and I'm happy to take this discussion outside of sport because we're a very sport, a proud sporting culture in Australia. But compared to other countries, we're becoming a cottage industry, mate. A mm. cottage industry. You know, we've got... We're asking people to sign up for sport because it's good for your health. And we don't give them... Uh, dressing rooms to get changed in, right? We ask them to sign up for sport. We expect those teams to be coached uh, to an international standard and win Olympic gold medals and World Cups in soccer, right? And we ask to be staffed by volunteers. There's there's no comparable country in the world that outsources their best sporting talent to an army of well-meaning parents. Wow. That's Australian sport. Now,
1: now, that's
2: that's all sport. You're saying so. This is this it is, is all th- sport. Okay, it is all sport, but it doesn't. But it. But it, but it, it, it's all sport, but it doesn't come into a sharper focus until you're in in the truly international sport. Mm. Like we we wouldn't know honestly wouldn't know how good we are at Aussie rules because there's no international measure. Okay, right? and the bigger the sports get, the, the 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 more Australia struggles. A because of population. B because we spread ourselves pretty thin. And C, unavoidably, is the lip service we play to developing sport in this country? Well, we don't. It's it's, it's fading out of schools at a rate faster than you could imagine. It's in the hands of very well-meaning parents who don't particularly know what they're doing, but they volunteer because they're community-minded and they love the idea of the sports club. But the investment in elite sport, and this is going to sound like um, heresy to people who are trying to balance budgets in other sectors, and I empathise with them. But this is the truth of it. You know, we're, the, the Matildas have been knocked out of the quarterfinals of the Asian Cup, a tournament they should have won. Oh, no. And, and, there's, and the investment that goes into facilities, particularly into coaching and to talent programs and competitions. Yeah, our, our W League, and I love it to pieces, it's a 16-game comp. Mate, you, can't, you can't win anything on a 16-game comp. Nothing. Mm. If you yeah. do it in your rules... Because there is no such thing as an Asian cup in Aussie rules.
1: No, you're not on the world stage. Well, that lays you're the not- blame at the FFA. Is there enough money in the game for that? I'll ask you this before I let you go, Andy Harper. I love your commentary from Channel 10. You always shoot from the hip. You don't pull back. You're a bit like me. <laughs> Would you keep Tony Gustafson?
2: Uh, look, I, I, let me respectfully steer away from that because I don't know the terms of his employment. You know, I don't know if he's behind the scenes... Um, cracking a hissy fit because he's not getting what he wants and then bravely punching on with what he's got, or he doesn't understand what's required. I don't know the answer to that. I've never spoken to the guy. My assessment of the progress is purely on what I see on the field, and that's it's it's not, not, not acceptable. It's not acceptable. No. So but, he has to go,
1: Andy. Don't beat around the bush. We've got only months for hosting a home, fire, a home World Cup.
2: Well, what I, what I will say is if, if he thinks it's acceptable, then he's wrong and he needs to go. Yep. Um, if he knows it's not acceptable... Um, but he's just prepared to accept it because that's the way it is. I don't think that's right either. You know, mm-hmm. this is this the, the, the whole policy around this till now, in my opinion, has been misaligned. And the Asian Cup should have been part of the journey to the World Cup, and we should have seen a development squad gone sent to Asia. It wouldn't have done any worse. Let's face it. And what we would have got out of that was four more international games. You know, for maybe the likes of, of Matilda McNamara out of the Adelaide Reds team or go. Emily Condon yep. or. Yeah. or Dorba, you know. These are the sorts of girls who are just withering on the vine through lack of opportunity. Mm. And I think they've got a lot of talent. And were I in charge, I'd be running camps and bringing those three in particular, say, and seeing what they're seeing the cut of their jib. And if they're up to it, then I'm sending them to the Asian Cup to get international experience. Not so that some of our other girls can get 110, cap 111, cap 112. It's just not the right way to do it. Yeah, Well done, Andy. Love your work. Pleasure.
0: Thank you, Andy. Andy Harper, Channel 10. Maybe it's the catalyst for change. Maybe this is the slap in the face, as painful as it is now. You see
1: what I see. Do they look as committed? Do they look as connected? They had a horrible night. I mean, okay, Sam Kerr hits the post. Absolutely. First half hour, they were all over it. Could have she got a VAR penalty? Well, yes, she did. Let's not forget this one thing. We gave away a penalty in that first half, and the lady missed it. She skied it. Could have been 2-0. We should have never been in that position. Yeah. And all due respect to Tony Gustafsson, but you're a dead man walking and Seen tell enough. your story
0: walking. Just on Justin Langer speaking of coaches you mentioned a short time ago where there's smoke there's fire on the SMS this one from Steve who said when there's smoke there's fire at our house that means the dinner is ready.
1: <laughs> oh, Here's the traffic we we'll to Craig
0: Goodwin <laughs> after this.